0: Co-host Tyler, Um, you have Matt. You got got Matt. Um, We're doing a special edition today. It's a fight night edition. Um, Since there's a ton of fights going on this weekend, we're deciding to do a podcast with my brother. Very big into UFC. Um, Go ahead and introduce yourself.
1: What's up? Nice.
0: All right, that's my brother Trey. Um, We're gonna do cover the fights. Um, This edition is gonna be specifically the fights, so it might be a little bit shorter. Um, but yeah, we're just going to go over the fights. There's a bunch of fights going on this weekend with Ultimate Fighter 28, um, and then UFC Fight Night Dos Santos versus Tuivasa. Um, go ahead, Trey, take it away, and we'll just kind of bounce off of you.
2: Well, so tonight's not that exciting. Tonight's just the, uh, the Ultimate Fighter 28 finale. It's UFC's first uh, Ultimate Fighter back after they made the ESPN deal. Um, and kind of left the state of the Ultimate Fighter hanging in the balance. People weren't sure if it was going to start up again. Uh, a lot of people, including me, were skeptical about them continuing the show just because it's totally taken a dive. It's just not what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's not a lot of spectacular talent coming out of the show. It's their heavy hitters, so they basically got a lot of people who had racked up knockouts um, in like, smaller promotions through pro. So nothing crazy happened there, but the big, fight, you know, the big fight, really, of this whole card is is the main event, which is Dos Anjos and Usman. Um,
0: that dude hasn't been good since he got knocked out, right? By uh, whoever was fighting Connor Mendez, I think? No.
2: Oh, Eddie Alvarez? Eddie Alvarez, that's who it no, was. So that's what made him kind of kiss lightweight goodbye, because he was probably one of the more dominant champions of the time at lightweight but he had struggled with the cut and with injuries um so he ditched lightweight went up to 170 and was just kind of eating people alive um wasn't showing the same power he had against the lightweights but he just is able to bring such a volume and such a pressure he just keeps coming forward that just people in welterweight couldn't handle it and he was beating a lot of guys um he took i think one loss On the way up, which is the only reason why he's not already fought for a title. Um, So Usman, he's an interesting character that everybody didn't want to fight. You know, everyone, he was saying he was getting ducked. Nobody really knows what was going on in the background, but it just looked like he was too small of a name and kind of too scary a dude for anyone to take the risk. Kind of
0: like Khabib early.
2: Yeah, like he, his, the win against Usman wasn't going to shoot you up. Yeah. Any sort of rankings and... He was low on him because no one would fight him. And he was pretty, you know, he's big. He's from Nigeria. He's won quite a bit um, in a row, especially in the UFC. He's yet to lose. And so we had one fight that turned a lot of people off of him, which was against Emil Mech, another dude who is sort of an up-and-comer. Um, and he kind of just sat on the dude for the whole fight and rode him out, ended up winning a unanimous decision, and then had this kind of embarrassing sort of attitude uh, interview post win where he said he only gave 30 percent um that was only 30 percent wait till you see me at 100 and people were kind of giving him backlash of why would you come to entertain us and only give 30 percent it was a boring fight um why couldn't you give more effort and Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff he said you know later it was because he was sick so 30 percent was all he had not not that it was all you know, that he was willing to give. And so he's had sort of a trouble finding fights again after that Yeah. Damian Maya lost to Tyron Woodley. And people were kind of done fighting Damian Maya, um, And his novelty kind of wore off after that big winning streak he went on before losing to Tyron in probably one of the more boring fights in welterweight history. Um, so Kamaru, boring fighter. Damian Maya, boring fighter. Perfect matchup. They fought um, another... Decision win for Kamaru. He struck a little bit more in this one, beat Damien Maya on the feet, and was able to neutralize his takedowns because he's just a really great wrestler. This one's got great wrestling. And that worked him up into this sort of title contender matchup with Rafael Dos Anjos. um And, you know, Rafael and Kamaru are both pretty aggressive dudes. Rafael's definitely older. So.
0: Who do you got like, winning? <laughs>
2: If you're liking young up-and-comers, Kamaru's good. Kamaru's a really good wrestler. He's probably going to have... He's got a lot of energy, so he'd have a cardio edge on most other guys. The issue being that he's fighting Rafael de Anjos at what I think is his natural weight class. So the pressure is going to be something new for him. He hasn't fought anybody that can match the pressure and striking skill of Rafael. Rafael's also only his dangerous. second fight
1: this year, though.
2: Yeah. So, it's tough. Um... Who do pick, you got? I probably would have in my head I see Rafael winning just cuz the volume he's able to put out his striking skill and the fact that he's pretty deadly off his back uh, as well jiu-jitsu black belt. I'd probably give Rafael the edge. Um Kamaru's edge is being youth, energy, kind of momentum in the career cuz that really is a factor. Um and his wrestling. If he's really able to smash Rafael um, and and kind of not allow any physical space for Rafael to slip his legs in and get tricky on the ground, then he could probably win. If he does, it's by decision. Um, I don't know if I see him knocking, knocking Rafael out, um, but we've seen Eddie Alvarez do that with the wrestling pressure, kind of getting Rafael to drop his hands and then kind of teeing off on him.
1: So, mm-hmm. I'm confused on who you have winning now.
2: So you gave two
1: center. How in how what round? Where does
2: That's go? tough. Rafael, I'd probably say if he wins, I think this fight probably goes a decision either way. Um, So probably Rafael by decision, just because of the pressure. I think he can tie Usman out. If not, it'll be a TKO in the later rounds. It's just going to be him throwing a lot of strikes and Kamaru just getting flustered and overwhelmed and finally just taking too many shots and he melts
0: alright Matt who do you got
1: in the this fight? yep I'm gonna go with the young guy I'm gonna go with Kamaru also decision I think I think it's just gonna go the distance I mean I don't think it's gonna be a crazy fight I don't think it's gonna win like fight of the night or anything like that I don't think I don't think it's gonna be anything that special I think it's gonna be pretty bland to be honest but I think he's still gonna win Yeah,
2: I I definitely don't give any flack for that. kamara has got a lot of momentum. I've just yet to see any real, like, he's great. He seems really athletic, but I've yet to see any real X factor. That, And everybody who's beaten Rafael dos Anjos has had an X factor. You're talking like Eddie Alvarez, uh, Khabib.
1: Eddie Alvarez's X factor is getting knocked out very easily by (laughs) Conor McGregor.
2: Yeah, I mean, but that was an Eddie that nobody had seen before because he was –
1: yeah, no one's pretty seen much be undefeated a, before that. that you Not know. bad. No, yeah, it was rough. Okay. That's rough is a, a very, very light understatement. Yeah. So. It was, he looked like a kid in there for sure.
0: Another thing you want to talk about was the UFC Fight Night Dos Santos versus Tuivasa. Yeah, um, so that
2: one is definitely an enthusiast's card. There's a ton of good fights um, on that card. For people who kind of have their ear to the ground with the UFC, especially with uh, Tuivasa, mm-hmm. he's uh, an Islander guy. He's not he wasn't born in New Zealand, but he's from Australia well, New Zealand area.
0: He's uh, gonna New win Zealand. by a second round knockout.
1: All right, there's your call. He's been nine years younger too. Yeah, well, and
0: Junior's old though. Dude, Junior's yeah, been fighting for a while.
2: Old, but he also just he's coming off some some good fights where he's looked very very good especially for his age
0: so who um, do you have
2: i've got i still got Taito Ivasa coming in he's amazing he's got a lot of technique he's got that islander fighter sort of pressure um where he's just in your face nonstop. stop and dos santos does really well with you know the bigger guys who are gonna slow down um they're gonna put that pressure in your face and then step back on their back foot to kind of take a respite and then come back in and that's where Junior Dos Santos usually throws his overhand and, and takes a big shot that pretty much halves their gas tank from that point on. I don't think... I don't see him getting that kind of space with Tuivasa. Okay. Uh, I see Here's Tuivasa just grinding him out and beating him probably by TKO in the third round.
3: Okay, okay. Alright, yeah. and then next fight, Mark
0: Hunt. I know this b- big-ass dude versus Justin yeah. Willis. Uh... Who you got and why? I'm going to go with Mark Hunt because I know who he is and I know he's a beast. So
2: <laughs> Yeah, so that's tough, man. That's tough because Justin Willis is an up-and-comer. As is, is fresh as it gets really with heavyweight, he's coming off some really good performances. He's got death in the hands. Um, not exactly the, like a Derek Lewis, Francis Ngannou kind of death in the hands, but he's... He's got some heavy hits. The one thing I think people are overblowing Didn't, is... Sorry.
0: sorry. Didn't Derek Lewis just lose to Cormier? He did. Yeah. I had a yeah, feeling. kind
2: of got wrestled out. He had yeah no defense for the wrestling. Justin Willis has a little bit better defense for the wrestling, but he's not really going to be needing to, you know, pack that in the suitcase against Mark Hunt because Mark Hunt's not the type to take things to the ground. Mm-hmm. And people keep acting like Justin Willis because he's got this power, has some striking advantage on Mark Hunt, especially with the age difference. Um, so far, Mark Hunt's been wearing the age well, and he's a K-1 kickboxing champ. He has more walk-off knockouts than I can count, at least on one hand. And, I mean, if, if we're talking power, I guess with, with age, power's the last thing to go. I'd say Mark Hunt even has the edge on that. So I'd see Mark Hunt winning more experienced, um, probably more technical striking as well as that Mark Hunt (laughs) walk-off knockout chance where he just looks like you see him start to sort of settle into his feet and relax. He kind of looks at the guy's chin like there's Mm -hmm. some shit on it, and then he throws a big punch and knocks him out. Like, it's just crazy what he can do. So So Justin Willis will probably give him some trouble near the beginning.
0: And so – quick uh quick question uh throwing it back to the daniel cormier question Derek lewis do you oh. think this is something everyone can answer and chime in on do you think that daniel cormier has cemented his legacy even though he hasn't been able to fight john jones on an even playing field being john jones's fault my personal opinion is i say yes daniel cormier cemented his legacy he doesn't need to fight john jones because john jones has had three chances and has cheated Every single one of them. And then the one fight they won was a very, very um, iffy decision. Um, Do you guys think that Cormier beating Derek Lewis has officially, officially cemented him and his legacy and who and how he is in that division?
2: I'll let Matt have it this one because I feel like he's going to be the one with the differing opinion here.
1: I still think he does, but I still think there's always going to be that knock of the John Jones just because there's been so much hype and talk about it for such a long time that everyone's talked about, and the last time he got knocked out by that kick, so... But he was
3: on steroids, so... He
1: was on steroids, yeah, but... I mean, a lot of dudes in the UFC are on steroids. And, I mean, it's not an excuse. I still think he's a great fighter, and I think he's one of the best. But I don't necessarily think he needs that to prove anything, because I think mm-hmm. he has. Yeah. But. So I mean, you like, think. Well, the people are going to talk about it regardless. I think that's always going to be connected to him, that he never beat him. But I don't think it's necessarily a knock on how good of a fighter and the world. So your
0: opinion is. is his legacy is cemented. He's good.
1: Yeah, I think he's fine
2: yeah um i agree with his legacy being cemented it depends what we're talking like if we're saying has he proven one of
0: the best one of the best light heavyweights of all time not the best but one of the best
2: yeah i think i think he cemented that after he beat stipe even i think even beating gustafson i think yeah i think people underestimate gustafson i think if you can get through alex gustafson you're one of the best light heavyweights to do it because he was a tricky puzzle for people to solve.
0: Yeah, I remember he had a gnarly hot streak for a while there.
2: Yeah, he was really difficult for people to solve. Has some of the best footwork of anybody at that weight. Like that's a lot of size to dance around the way he does. I mean,
0: and so on the flip side of that, do you think John Jones can ever cement a legacy?
2: Yeah, I do. Because I, I actually don't count. The, uh, the win against Daniel Cormier to be like a, a blanket, flat-out cheat. It is a little bit suspect with the, like, small, small amount that they picked up on him. There's still the chance for some tainted supplements or even some tainted party drugs. Um, that's what some of the rumor is, is some tainted creatine getting cut into cocaine and all kinds of weird conspiracy theories, but I think he can cement a legacy. Um, I think this Gustafson fight is going to be a telltale sign because that was his hardest fight, So really, of his career, and he's going through it again. So if he can get it a convincing win against Gustafson, then it sets him up really good things down the road.
0: So if he gets suspended or it comes out again after this Gustafson fight, win or lose, and he gets caught cheating again, do you think he's done in the UFC or no?
2: In the UFC, it really depends how long if it's another one of these suspect suspensions i can see them keeping him around whenever he's able to be around just as sort of a sideshow if it's a four year full on we caught you on anabolic sort of suspension no he's he's done cuz he'll be 35 36 and do
0: you think his le- okay so do you think his legacy would be done for though if he got caught cheating again even if it was just a one year
2: He'd cement a legacy, but not a good one. It'd be it'd be the biggest waste of talent ever in the UFC. Yeah, he already has that legacy. Somewhat, yeah, what? Pretty so much. That would be yeah, cementing that legacy is the biggest waste of talent ever to face
1: the UFC.
0: Matt, opinion?
1: I think he already has a good legacy outside of the cheating. I mean, you, everyone's seen how dominant that guy is. I mean, when he's on, and like no one can beat him. Like no one has really beaten him. Yeah, like convincingly, like that. But it's just always the stuff he does away from everything is what obviously holds him back. So I don't necessarily put that against his fighting necessarily. He's an idiot for sure, but I mean, <laughs> there's there's plenty of those in all around sports. So True. I still think he has his legacy and everything. But I wouldn't count it. Either. I I
0: I definitely think his younger legacy is definitely yeah cemented, like Trey was saying. But, mm-hmm. I think that, yeah, if he wants, like, a legitimate legacy, like, best lightweight heavyweight fighter ever, he can't cement that if he's gonna keep doing drugs and keep taking steroids. No.
1: He's in the conversation, though, for sure. Oh, uh, yeah. He's, he's similar. I mean, he's not Conor McGregor, so he can't get away with everything, but I think yeah. he's the next guy to where he can get away clearly already with a lot of things, and Dana White will still keep him around.
2: Yeah, I think people underestimate since he's been gone so long. I think that he has he had potential to be bigger than even Connor mcgregor do you guys um, hope because he's the best to ever do it there's no argument anymore that connor's the best to ever do it um whereas john jones that are it's not even an argument most wait. people are pretty convinced that he's the best to ever do it
0: wait are you saying Connor mcgregor is the best to ever do it or did you no, just say- oh okay I'm okay okay
2: any chance that ha- having that conversation is
0: no khabib is khabib is a man is a manimal that dude literally would fight for a dollar just to knock him out again
2: no, yeah, he's he's great, and before, I, even after he lost to Nate, I was like, well, there he goes. That's him losing best ever to his status, because the only loss John has on his record is a DQ from illegal 12-6 to 6 elbows. Like, it's not a loss. It was a DQ, and he was kicking the dude's ass, so.
0: Okay, and then, um, do you guys hope that his dumb ass stays clean?
1: I think everyone does, because they want to see him keep fighting. Exactly. It's
2: like every sort of big NFL drug struggle or injury struggle we have, everyone just wants him to get better just so they can see.
3: Do you guys think he will, or do you think he's already just too stupid?
1: I think he's too stupid. Okay. I think he will. I think he's... I don't know, dude. Hitting a pregnant lady and running away and then doing cocaine and then doing steroids is... You see a pattern there. It's, It's going... No, yeah. Up. I feel like uh, yeah. there's I've... A Johnny Manziel chance there for sure, but
0: Johnny Manziel's 26. He's 30. Well, I
2: mean, so Johnny Manziel. Was 26 when like the big
0: bad stuff. Happened. Johnny Manziel was like 22 and 23 when that happened. So Johnny Manziel has the I'm still young card. John Jones is I'm a grown ass man and I'm still dumb.
2: Yeah, it's definitely a tough a tough sell. And
0: that's, I think, the uphill battle he's fighting. I, I think... I, I, I've always... Funny. Yeah, I think I've always liked him fighting. But I think... I'm, I'm gonna have to agree with Matt, and I honestly feel like... Even if he gets past his uh, Gustafsson fight... um, Without getting in trouble... I still think, before his next fight, after this, he will be in trouble again. Doing something yeah. stupid. I think he's I just... Know. I feel like... He is so talented, but he's been told that his entire life, that he's one of those people that just can't pull their head from their rectum and recognize that if you just be half intelligent, if you had like an average IQ, you would be like all the way up here. But I think he's just, he thinks he's untouchable when he's not. Yeah. And I think Dana White doesn't help that either. Because I think after he hit the pregnant lady, that dude should have been, had a f- way harsher suspension. Way harsher. Not yeah, a year.
2: Dana's, Dana's excuse is always, I don't pass down the suspensions, uh, the athletic commission does.
0: Yeah, except he runs UFC, he, he can easily it. F- pass a UFC suspension.
2: Exactly, so it's it's kind of like, whatever. I think he'll be okay just because Conor McGregor has shown what a high ceiling you can get. Yeah, you
0: can literally yeah, you can attack someone with a dolly and injure innocent people and still be fine.
2: Exactly. Well, and also just the money.
0: Because Dana White because Dana White tries to say yeah, because Dana White tries to say, well, he's been sued enough. That's punishment enough. No, it's not. It's not at all. Khabib beating his ass was punishment enough. I like that fight. That was awesome to watch. Uh, My favorite thing about that fight was people saying Khabib was too scared to stand up with him? Why would Khabib stand up with him when he literally was bending him over on the ground?
2: I mean, and he did.
0: He did wrong, stand with him too. Up. Yeah. The only, the only
2: knockdown in that whole fight. It was the
0: same thing as the Nate Diaz. It he got Connor got rocked and he went to the ground.
2: Yep. Because Connor's got some decent jujitsu skill. I believe he's a purple belt. Um. So he's not she's not too shabby on the ground. He's either a purple belt or a brown belt. So he does have the instinct to sit and guard for a little bit when he gets knocked down. He's used that. And then it didn't do very well for him because Nate Diaz, he shot on Nate Diaz, which I think he learned the mistake of in that fight because Khabib would have thrown a knee right at his dome if he tried to shoot on Khabib.
0: And then real quick question before we get back to the fight night. George St. Pierre, do you guys think he's going to come back to fight or do you think he's officially, officially done? Because I know he says the door's, like, not closed completely, but do you think he's ever going to come back realistically, yes or no? Yeah. Yeah? i he
2: comes back. He's got a couple fights that, that people have been talking about in order of most popular to least. There's the Khabib fight that's been heavily talked about.
0: There's I don't bad. think he'll fight Khabib, though.
1: I don't even think it's a good fight.
0: It's I think serious. I think GSP would get dominated by Khabib.
2: Well, and that's always the question. They want him to go after these wrestlers. The UFC just got Ben Askren, and that's probably the second most popular uh, idea right now is getting Ben Askren against GSP to show who the best wrestler striker is. I
0: think that's... Uh, I, I think if that's I'm GSP, better. that's safer. I I would not fight Khabib if I was GSP. I
2: wouldn't it's fight, tough. period. Askren's, Askren's a wild card. You think yeah, Askren
0: got- is better than Khabib?
2: it's tough to say um yeah it's really tough to say they're probably gonna i don't see either of them leaving the ufc before fighting the other
3: well regardless khabib yeah as long as khabib's training partner isn't banned
2: yeah that's um, the thing because khabib will leave
0: he, yeah, I know. He's he, he is. Uh, that, but he, will leave. he doesn't care about the money, and people keep yeah. thinking, "Well, if it's enough money." And the dude has said multiple times, "I don't care about the money. I live perfect. I have enough money."
2: Yeah, back where he's from, I mean, he still lives with his parents. So back where he's from, the million to two million, you know, that he got just from his purse. I think they've only released a million to him. Still, is enough for the rest of his life. Back where he's from, so he doesn't care.
0: And so. Um, Connor, have they released who he's fighting next or it's just still rumors?
2: It's all rumors. Uh, biggest, like, idea right now is Cowboy. That's the one with the most weight to it, the most sources saying that, like, that's definitely been worked and the paper. Well, because he
0: shouldn't be able to fight for a title.
2: No, no, Dana's not going to do that because he doesn't, the issue is if he fights for a title and then loses, he never gets title shot again whereas if they give him a build up fight that they think he can win, then do you think he, has, he beats uh,
0: Cowboy now that he's ducked him for like 4
2: years? Ugh. He's he's let Cowboy get old. Yeah, that's
0: so what I'm it's definitely saying. It's
2: a different fight now, so it depends, dude, if we don't know what happens to Connor's mental state after getting beaten like that.
0: Yeah, that was bad. That was do- that was dominant.
2: Yeah, Nate Diaz, he had the excuse of, I wasn't used to someone who could take my punches. I just got tired out, and then he clipped me. You know, it it was unfortunate, whatever. With Khabib, he got dominated, yeah. on, the, he got dominated on the ground. He got beaten on the feet after he got dominated on the ground, and he got finished all in one fight. Like, he was not winning any point in that fight.
0: And then um, another question I wanted to ask was, bef- again, before we get back to the fight night, do you, um, do you agree with Dana White on Chuck Liddell that was disgusting for the fight game, allowing him to fight that fight against Tito?
2: Yeah, I think anybody watching who watched that fight uh, agrees with him. He looked
0: old. He's 50. He looked, like, 50. He looked like he was 50 years old.
2: Yeah, he looked like he woke up in the cage and was like, oh my God, Tito Ortiz is trying to take my head off. Like, yeah, but do you think terrified. it was genuine,
1: him carrying that, or do you think he thought it was disgusting because he didn't get a profit off it?
0: No. He's, Good question.
1: He, they both said... "Cause You he think Dana White's Chuck- a judge.
0: But I do... But I will say I will say this, because Chuck Liddell and Dana White are really close friends.
2: Well, and they have history. The reason Chuck Liddell retired, quote-unquote, early, if you ask him, was because Dana made him. He said he was never going to let him fight in the UFC again. And then Tito Ortiz and Chuck Liddell both said in interviews with Friend and Schaub, the first table they put this deal on was Dana White's, and Dana White said unequivocally no. They texted him, Tito texted him, and was like, could, could it happen? And Dana White said, not like not in my cage, no.
0: So do you respect Dana for that?
2: Yeah, I think if there, there's very few things to respect Dana White for, and that's one of them.
0: <laughs> True. And then, like much, do you agree yeah. with how hard he was going after De La Hoya calling him a cokehead and all that?
2: Yeah, I mean, there's no no love loss between either of them. They've both said pretty messed up stuff. So. Why do they hate
0: each other so much? I've never gotten it.
2: They just have beef from way back when Dana was a boxing promoter. And mm. um, and it's just like promoter versus promoter. They're always going to be fighting for business in some kind of way. So they're always talking, talking trash on each other. Um, and I feel like... A talking trash on Connor throughout the whole Connor Mayweather debacle thing, so
0: oh and did you see mayweather
2: uh kind of like
0: being iffy on this fight with that kickboxing beast over in uh japan see that
2: yeah so that's an interesting thing Um, when it comes to that it seems like he is right in that situation It was pitched to him as this this little exhibition for like rich guys essentially these rich guys were going to rent out a venue just for them and basically as a little really high-paid sort of private show, he was supposed to do an exhibition with this kid, and then when he got... Literally, when he got there off the plane was when they did this whole big press conference, and that's why he looked so kind of confused in the press conference. Oh, okay, okay, okay. When they were treating it like a fight. It was never supposed to be a fight fight. It was supposed to be an exhibition um, just for fun.
0: Do you think uh,
3: Mayweather fights in the UFC even though Dana's saying he'll never let him in the octagon?
2: No. No, I, I don't... I think... If it was going to happen, it would have happened, and I think as his age grows, his interest is kind of wane.
0: Well, because if Dana White wouldn't let Chuck Liddell fight, he wouldn't. He probably wouldn't let, you know, Mayweather fight.
2: Yeah, I mean Mayweather's taken a lot less damage. Chuck Liddell got knocked out three times in a row. He
0: Liddell does have came. a glass, glass jaw now too. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah. So he got knocked out three different times in a row. Mayweather hasn't taken hardly any damage. True. In his entire career. Because
0: he's I
1: don't so think damn he quick. A UFC fight, if anything. Like, you don't he's either. Is a partner like the Conor one, and he gets a small cut while well, Mayweather gets fifty percent. Exactly. He's not
2: going to do an MMA fight. He's going to, even with this, um, this really great kickboxer he's talking about, it's going to be an exhibition with, probably just boxing. It's already released that they're talking about no kicks being allowed. Um, so it's probably just going to be boxing. I can't. Imagine they're going to let clinching and knees be involved if they're not yeah. going to let kicks be involved. So,
0: well, I just wanted to get some of your guys' opinions on you know the drama because UFC is now the WWE partnered with the UFC. So,
1: you know, yeah, just about thought the co-main event. What do you mean, old man
2: Shogun? I mean that's that's not the co-main, but it's in the main card.
0: No, yeah, I know. That's, that's why go- I'm going... I'm I'm going back to it. I'm going back it. to it. Back to the fight night. I just want to talk about the drama while we were on the subject. Now, back to the fight night. Rua versus Tyson Pedro, Shogun, you know.
1: Old man yeah, so. who hasn't been good since oh9 and then Pedro who's been on a win-loss streak.
2: Actually, I will fight that with Shogun, because before he just got beat by Anthony Smith, he was on a little winning streak. Kind of out of nowhere.
0: So he Matt says he- Pedro, Trey says Shogun's winning.
2: No, I just no? don't think that Shogun is like, one of those guys you can call a grandpa who's not good anymore. I see him very much in the Mark Hunt sense, where he's definitely reaching the tail end of his career. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this might be Mark Hunt's last fight, because he's got legal troubles with the UFC. Why? Um, but uh, he sued them for um, bait for the whole Brock thing. On oh, he's, I forgot. He's
0: still suing them for that.
2: Yeah, and so this is the last fight on his contract, so I can't imagine they're going to enter renegotiations when he's still in a lawsuit with them. Mm-hmm but shogun is he's still good but definitely near the end of his win streak
1: was over three years and it was only a fight a year yeah but he's still a win streak he was doing
0: a lot of fighters do that though it's very rare when you see fighters like connor pushing out fights that's yeah. what was such a big deal about him when he blew up on the scene was this dude is fighting all the time most of the time beforehand it was like one fight a year per fighter maybe two
2: yeah, because that was sort of the way it's the way for these old guys to stay in the game is giving their bodies a little bit more time to recover.
1: Um, before then that dude's on win, mm-hmm. loss, win, loss, loss. So who do you have, Matt? Who I do you think the Pedro guy's gonna win?
3: Trey, who do you have winning?
2: Uh I also think Tyson Pedro wins. He's just um he's one of those guys it's a little trickier, a little quicker, which is the guys that he um that Shogun tends to have problems with, especially mm-hmm. as he ages. Going end up early. Early? Yeah, I'd say probably second round.
3: Knockout? TKO.
2: I,
1: think I don't Tyson's think he gets ice. Get TKO him, yeah. Yeah. I mean, even though all of his past fights have been first round win or loss.
0: And then Jake Matthews versus Tony Martin. Who you guys got?
1: That one and below, I don't really
2: have an opinion on. They're all pretty low key fights. Jake Matthews know? is a beast he's pretty good
0: he's young as hell
2: he's good i i think he'll win but he's not super like tested yet he's just kind of he's explosive but i haven't seen him fight anybody that amazing it's a good fight tony martin's pretty tricky he's a a really wiry dude who can do some fun shit in the cage
0: do you think your boy sage northcutt is ever going to make a name for himself in the ufc Yes or no?
2: no? Not unless he makes a name for himself somewhere else. I see him joining probably a one championship.
0: Why? Um, oh, is he done with the UFC?
2: Yeah, Dana already said uh, his contract ended. They let him go. Why? So I Because he's going... so bad? Yeah, just because he's iffy. He doesn't have that much show power and... He's just kind of really inconsistent. So he said he, want, he should make a name for himself somewhere else, and then they'll see. So I see him, especially with his personality and his traditional martial arts background, go on the Demetrius Johnson way of one championship.
0: So what I... Oh, yeah, he did sign. Ten minutes ago, uh, he signed with one championship. Oh, did he? Yep, ten minutes ago. Uh, BJ Penn just reported Sage Northcutt signed with one championship. Um, yeah. Um, so real quick, I didn't notice he's only 22. Um, yeah, no,
2: he quit college in, like, his first year to jump into the UFC.
0: So do you think there's a chance he gets... Since he's so young, is there a chance he gets good enough to come back into the UFC and dominate? Or do you think he'll always be that, eh, kind of fighter?
2: I mean, judging by the uh, the payment package you'd need to get Demetrius Johnson to jump ship, I think he gets good enough, but still stays with one. Really? in heaven for him. UFC's becoming very much, like show business which is good and and they've definitely got better fighters than one overall by a long shot but one championship is based in singapore very traditional martial arts very disciplined and respect oriented it's the it's a match made in heaven for guys like him and demetrius johnson who are just pure martial artists they don't want to you know talk shit exactly their pay is not going to be determined by all that so i think he stays with one for probably the duration of his career unless he gets like legendary good in the ufc like has motivation to make him an offer he can't refuse kind of thing so or they do another trade we don't know how these trades are going to work the way with ben Askren and demetrius johnson where they just did a promotion trade we don't know if that might be an option but i see him staying at one championship for the indefinite future
0: so also what i'm seeing is tyron woodley trying to fight colby covington uh yeah, do you do you think Colby Covington would beat his ass?
2: No. I think Tyron Woodley is the most underrepresented fighter in the conversation. I think he's... Conversation.
0: No. I don't think he's the best to ever do it at all, period. I'm in a hard... Disp- yet, I, think I think he
2: deserves more I think he's place the in that conversation.
0: Yeah, I agree. He
2: also kills... Everybody they put in front of him. Yeah, way. he
0: really he, killed Wonderboy. Boy.
1: Wonderboy when he got that fight handed to him a decision. The first one, where he should have lost. The first one was a draw. Yeah, he should have lost the draw. They gave him the draw because he's a whiner and complainer and was quote with mean, the champion.
2: There's a reason a, why. What champion
1: do you know time. that nobody cares about or knows? What champion do you know has to cry to make a name for themselves?
2: <laughs> I mean... In any really sport, say, any Demetrius sport. Demetrius Johnson was way less recognized than Tyron Woodley,
1: and he was way better. Did he cry mm-hmm. like him? No, but that's just... So the, the how do you think Tyron care. Woodley's name has been out there? It's from crying. Do you think... Well, wait. It doesn't matter, though, because he still beats everybody. Did, He's, he yeah, but I still Rockin think Demetrius... Off. He doesn't beat everybody convincingly like Demetrius Johnson.
2: I mean, Demetrius Johnson... Did he knock
0: out Darren till? till?
2: He should have lost yeah, the he decision. Knocked, he knocks Darren Till out cold.
0: Hmm. Interesting.
2: But yeah, I, anyway, I think that Colby Covington would have trouble with Stephen Thompson, let alone saying that even if that decision was a loss, saying that that would mean Tyron Woodley will lose to Colby. It just doesn't make sense. I think the the type of fighter Colby is, is going to be tough on him as far as fighting Tyron because he's another high cardio pressure fighter. And Tyron Woodley can take a punch, he can grind you out, Wait, stay up, and knock you out.
0: I didn't know that Ben Askren is fighting Robbie Lawler at
2: 233. Yeah. Yep, that just got announced. That's going to be a really good fight.
0: Do you think Robbie Lawler can come out of the grave and do something, or no?
2: I mean, he's good. He, he beat Cowboy. Um, I he mean, close. I Cowboy. Think cowboy won, yeah, but, it's Cowboy. But he looked good in that fight. He looked really good. Um... And Ben Askren is still, you know, he's amazing, but he still has only fought in one championship, so we don't know how he reacts to the kind of fighters in the UFC. But if he handles the pressure well, I think Ben Askren beats Robbie Lawler.
1: Wait, so you still think Tyron Woodley's honestly the greatest?
2: No, not the greatest, but he's very, very good. And you I don't think he's Kobe's at poses at well, so right? an issue. No, not a fucking no, shot. Not his prime, no.
0: Not even close. GSP would prime, make him his little maybe. girl.
1: If they fought today i think give a good fought, though. he's fought like not even that like Damian Maya, a very one-sided type fighter the yep, Wonder Boy fight mean, the only, only reason why him. he got another shot, at Wonder Boy is because they know he should have lost that fight and they had the Wonder Boy hype because everyone wanted him to win
2: I mean Tyron I mean he beat him that's cut and dry the second fight and an arguably one.
1: probably the most boring fight anyone has ever seen in their lives but worse than the Damian Maya one he,
2: he did knock him down twice. That's the thing. is He did do damage. Did he finish he him? Out-strike him and he if he's,
1: if him. he's such a strong striker, why didn't he finish him?
2: Because he was being very careful of another great striker. Because Steven was... Thompson is one of the best strikers to ever grace the UFC. He was 71-0 in kickboxing.
1: That's still, if you're a true champion, though, like and, stuff, and he's so dominant, like you say, you finish him.
2: I mean, you can. John you can Jones try.
1: finished... Daniel Cromier, who's light years better than Woodley can dream of being. He didn't finish Gustafson. He's he didn't still better Cormier than the, him.
2: He didn't finish Cormier the first time. That's the thing that's tough. Is... Do you think Cromier
1: versus John Jones is in the same realm or universe or any spectrum of Tyron Woodley versus Wonderboy Thompson?
2: As far as closeness goes?
1: No, as in skill. As in they're good fighters versus good fighters. Do you think those two versus those two, is even in the same realm of a good fight.
2: Do I think Ty- like, do I think Wonderboy and Tyron have similar skills? Would you rather watch John Woodley Jones and Thompson and or Jones Cormier? and Cromier? I mean, fight again?
1: Or what? If you had to see him fight. What, who's, even though the answer is, we know it because the numbers and everything, but what would <laughs> be your... It's
2: probably Daniel Cromier and John Jones, but that's because they're bigger. They have more knockouts. That's always going to be the case with the bigger guys; is they can take more punches
1: and they can give. But they're punches. fighting guys just as big as my point. So no, not. they finish. Yes. They... Okay. So you're saying if they're in the same weight class, they're fighting a guy that's oh. relative to their weight, correct? Yeah, but that doesn't. So they it's should. Their power is going to be relevant to their weight class, is it not? Yeah,
2: but it's not a linear progression. Your ability to take a punch is
1: how is it not? I mean, because otherwise why wouldn't they have punch open punch weight classes and have fucking? Brock Lesnar fight someone that's Demetrius Johnson size.
2: Because grappling is a big effect too, and it's it's not. You saying his knockout
1: power was strong. No, Michael. And he could finish people.
2: Matt, just chill for a second. We're having like. I'm just quoting what you're saying, though. No, here's what I'm saying: is there is a relation between your ability to take a punch and how big you are. There is a relation with how strong your puncher you are and how big you are. It's not completely linear between how well you can take a punch and how strong your punches are going to be. Your ability to take a punch is a lot flatter of a line than your ability to produce power as your weight goes up. You can gain 20 pounds and you'll get knocked out by pretty similar shots. But you're going to be able to throw shots that are a lot more powerful.
1: That's the issue. You're like contradicting yourself so many times I don't even know where to go.
2: How? In what way? I'm you just, just said
1: if I gained 20 pounds, I'd be able to get knocked out easier, but I'd have... No, no,
0: no. Pounds. He said he said you would get knocked out by similar shots. as yeah. like Say you got knocked out right now, and then you went and fought someone else at 20 pounds heavier who was 20 pounds heavier, and the dude threw the same shot... There would be a high chance that you got knocked out by that same shot with yeah, someone twenty pounds I'm heavier. Saying they're
1: fighting each other that are the same weight as them, the same general body type. Yeah. Not? And
2: so and so, what I'm saying is, as far as welterweight goes,
1: I'm not I comparing think... them like actually. Like I'm not comparing his power to John Jones's power or Daniel Cromier's. I'm just saying within their own divisions, those guys finish a lot better than he finishes. And you're saying he's a finisher.
2: Yeah. And he's a, for the welterweight division, he has an ex, a more than acceptable number of finishes. His decisions have only come of recent. He
0: does, he have, does have, have a lot of knockouts. Out. I do know that. He does yeah, have a like
1: lot of knockouts, but I mean.
2: And submissions. A plenty. ton of. Them. So do you guys Eight think. Do you
0: guys think Jose gets his rematch with Connor? Because I know there's those rumors as well, because he's trying to fight Connor again. And saying Connor has like nowhere to run. Or do you think Connor says no, I don't want to make that cut? I've already said that.
2: I'd like no, to see it, but sense. I don't see it happening.
0: I, you don't see him wanting to make that cut
2: anymore.
1: No, there's no point to. I mean, oh, he I don't won't. think that's the money fight anyways.
2: Jose wants to go up to fight him. So Jose's saying I'll meet you at fifty five. Jose would get
0: destroyed at one fifty five.
2: Yeah, well, it, it's tough. I don't think he I don't think it's that decisive that he get destroyed. I think it's just he lost two times in a row to Mass Holloway. So what call really is there for him to move up and fight Mm Conor?
0: And then Nate Diaz, I guess, is not fighting Dustin Poirier anymore because he's I guess being difficult. And Dana White says he's not interested in making a Nate Diaz fight. Do you think Nate Diaz is done?
2: No. He'll fight again. It'll just take a long time.
0: And then Nick Diaz is fighting, right? He's making a comeback versus who he's
2: supposed, he's supposed to be fighting um i'm blanking who he's supposed to be fighting someone with some good skill though it's gonna be a good jorge fight. masvidal yes okay yeah game bread so jorge masvidal is another beast of a welterweight he's the one who knocked cowboy into the dirt pretty rough in their fight
0: do you think nick diaz even after this long hiatus will even be good anymore
2: be good, yeah. Good enough to be a Jorge. That's, you know, it's a long layoff. Nick's a legend, but he's older and it's been a long time. So I'm not even going to make a call in that fight because it would hurt me to do so. But I love Nick and I love Jorge. But I pro- I love Nick a lot more. So all right, I hope he
0: wins. And so let's polish it off with the women because, you know, it can't be biased. It's a uh, 2 prong fighting game. Uh, Chris Cyborg versus Amanda Nunez.
1: No contest. Yeah,
2: I I think Cyborg is... Yeah. There isn't Uh, a female alive, or a man, who weighs less than 145 pounds that beats Cyborg,
1: so... You think she'd beat Demetrius Johnson? (laughs) I mean, it'd
2: be a tough one. I think
0: she could knock him out.
2: Yeah, I think she's got the power to do it. Skill, I mean, she's one of the most skilled too that's the crazy thing she's in, like infinitely skilled from what we've seen and infinitely powerful for a woman of her size
0: Ronda Rousey making a comeback do you guys see it <laughs> no,
2: maybe
1: have her thoughts again and not
2: do it she's in the hall of fame and making way more money at the WWE I think she's happy where she's at not getting punched in the face Isn't,
0: didn't Holly Holm uh, retire
2: mm, I don't think one so hit wonder? I hope not She's, she's good, man. She's fun to watch. Uh, I don't think so, though.
0: Oh, Misha Tate went to one championship? I didn't know that.
2: Not as a fighter. She's
0: no, like a I know. MVP. Yeah, she's helping them, and she says she doesn't identify with the shit show that is the UFC.
2: Yeah. Do you That's see. She didn't like the trash talk and stuff so
0: do you see another fight championship getting as big or taking over the ufc or no not a shot
2: no just a, just a different market
1: one will probably dominate in the asian territories i think um, at a certain time they can
0: like when what do you think
1: not anytime soon i think like maybe in 10 years oh okay i think the ufc is going to dismantle itself I I think, yeah. Get over Dana White. Dana White's going to run that thing into the ground.
0: I think he's, yeah, he's on his way there.
2: I think it's more likely, more likely than another promotion rising up and being the dominant promotion, I think it's more likely to go the way of boxing, where a lot of fighters promoting themselves and then working with, like, an HBO or a Showtime or um, a Golden Boy boxing to sort of distribute what they're promoting. (laughs)
0: All right, and then. Wideman versus Rockhold. That's a title fight? Or no? Mm no.
2: Okay, no, it's for the it's title even, fight, I, I think. I don't think it's even happening. Uh, it's not happening.
0: It says upcoming fight: Rockhold, Wideman 230.
2: Oh, are they actually looking to make that again? Because he was supposed to fight him. Um. No,
1: yeah,
0: so UFC 230 passed. Oh, the, yeah, he fought a Souza because Rockhold got injured. Didn't he draw that fight? He lost? Well, I thought no, he ju-
1: gave him the loss on that, remember? It was like, he didn't even want, they both didn't want the fight to end. And oh, yeah, it was, was that
0: DQ he was, one. Like, he was
1: really upset.
0: Do you think Weidman's career is over? No. He's 34.
1: He has, he has one run. I think he has one run left. I think if he loses on that run though, or if he loses two in a row, it's over.
0: I don't yeah. like that guy that pushed for that. That um. At first, said he didn't want the win, and then after the fight, was like, "Well, I won." I didn't like that.
1: What are you? He's gonna about? take a win when he can get it, cause he knows he might have. When
0: won. Weidman got DQ'd.
1: If it f- oh, f- yeah with it f- um, way back.
0: Oh, I thought Jacare was the one that uh, he draw or got DQ'd.
2: He got he he never got DQ'd. Um, he was fighting. I think.
0: No, he did get DQ'd.
2: No, Jacare knocked him out.
0: No, I, I okay. Jacare knocked him out. I'm talking about the guy beforehand. Never mind then. So well, that
2: was Kevin Gastelum, and he won. Gegard Musasi. I think there was um like a knee that was somewhat illegal, and then.
0: Yeah, it was Mousasi got- fight. against Gegard, he got DQ'd.
2: Yeah, well he didn't get DQ'd, so Gegard was kneeing him with illegal knees, he won, the ref called it, and then the judges- people realized they were illegal knees, but since the ref called it, that's the end of the fight, no question. If the ref calls it, it's the end, so. And that's just the rule. Gegard was the one who illegally kneed him. Hmm. Yeah, so Gegard got the win because the ref called it, but then it was realized afterward that they were probably illegal news
3: All right. Anything else you guys want to talk about in the fight game? I've kind of exhausted all my options until UFC 231. We
0: can have another, you know, another fight podcast. This is actually kind of fun. We can do a fight podcast before big fights. Um, anything you guys want to talk about specifically? Tyson
2: Fury versus Deontay Wilder. The biggest mm-hmm. boxing fight in the
1: past.
0: The, the, no, it's wow. the biggest hyped boxing match in the last while because they're trying to reach Mayweather numbers again. Um, so, oh, I think
1: Wilder's good, is just an good, animal.
2: It's a good fight, and Tyson Fury is still never lost. I
0: Tyson think. Fury's a beast. Yeah, I think they're beasts, but I also think that boxing is bullshit, and whoever brings them the most money, which is Wilder, is going to win.
2: Well, he well,
1: built his own career, though, I'll give
2: if it goes to decision in America, it's probably going to Wilder. That's how it works in, in boxing, but I don't know if this will go.
3: These guys the both knock people out a lot. Yeah. They do. Um, Wilder has 39 K- KOs and 40 wins. Twice. Yeah.
0: That's ridiculous. So a, and Fury bomb, has bomber, man. 19 KOs and 27 wins, which is still crazy.
2: Well, and Team he, Wilder. The thing, the thing with that, too, is Tyson Fury. So what happened with him was he beat Klitschko, the best mm-hmm. heavyweight champ pretty much of all time, and then he went off the radar because of some issues with the promotions and things like that, partied and kind of went pretty much depressed and mentally sort of disordered, blew up to 400 pounds, heard an interview of Deontay Wilder saying Tyson Fury's done, he'll never fight again, used that as motivation to go from... 400 pounds to lose 150 pounds to get down to an acceptable weight. I think he's like 250 now and fight again having never lost having his belt stripped because he was
0: left. gone. Yeah.
2: Um, and he's not old. And he's so... Not old. so he's coming back after never losing fighting Deontay who's a knockout artist but had trouble with technical fighters.
0: So um, both
2: kind of fighting for the golden goose you think Anthony Joshua
0: Okay, so do you think Anthony Joshua, wasn't he a UFC fighter?
2: No, that's Anthony Johnson.
0: Okay. Um, yeah. So Deontay Wilder, you, okay, if he beats Fury, is he going to be considered a better boxer than Mayweather, yes or no?
2: No, no, because he's, the thing with, it's a whole different conversation with Deontay Wilder because he's a skilled fighter, but he doesn't fight in a traditionally skilled boxer kind of way. He's well, yeah, he's 6'7", 227, so. so... He jumps. He'll, like, it's do massive. skipping steps and throw punches at people. Tyson Fury is very technical and can dance and box like a smaller guy. Deontay Wilder can't really do that, but he's just got so much power, and he's proven so good at getting those shots in.
0: Okay, who yeah. do you guys think win?
1: Wilder. Yeah,
0: Wilder? A long
2: time off. I think Wilder wins, too.
0: Really. Tyson
2: Fury I'm more of a fan of Tyson Fury wait
0: Tyson Fury hasn't fought since he was 400 pounds since before yeah. then
2: since before that well no he had a tune up fight um, earlier this year and he won mm-hmm. but it was against someone who really wasn't you know well yeah that's why it's a tune up yeah. wow okay
0: 10, one, so. so you think uh, Deontay will convincingly or not convincing or it's going to be
1: a slugfest oh, the fight's tomorrow
2: The only, yeah, that's why I was saying let's talk about it. The only way he wins convincingly, I don't see him winning by decision. If it's a decision, I think, you you know, if it's a close decision, I think the crooked judges can score for Deontay. But if it's a convincing decision, it's going to be a convincing decision for Tyson Fury because he's so much more technical.
0: Okay. Do you think Tyson Fury plays for points or no?
1: No.
2: I I think he fights. I think
1: if either of them go for points, it's going to show they're soft and they're scared. Yeah, they they're both gonna fight to fight.
2: I mean, yeah, but people said
0: that about Mayweather, yet he's still considered one of the best boxers, if not the best of all time. That's so
1: just how he, he knocks out guys via cheap shots, or like they just aren't at his level, though. Like that's like he's always been like known as a defensive, like peppery fighter. He's faster mm-hmm. than everybody. He'll come in and hit you with like three punches, and you be like, "What happened?"
0: All right, what just, round do you think the knockout's gonna come?
1: Nine. Yeah,
0: nine round nine i think
1: someone i think someone gets tired and then it just happens i'm going fourth
0: round knockout for tyson fury i'm gonna be the i'm gonna take the gnarly underdog route here i'm gonna say fourth round knockout tyson fury knocks out deontay wilder
2: like that you'll make some money (laughs) i think tyson fury could foreseeably knock him out i just don't see it being super early I'm just going to go... Edge probably be with
0: all right, and then Canelo and Triple G aren't fighting anymore, correct?
2: No, that's done now.
0: Oh, wait a second.
2: They oh, fought. oh, they did
0: fight on. the second time, didn't Oh, yeah, Alvarez yeah, won by decision against...
2: again. Yeah, Canelo won a little more convincingly this time. Uh, I actually am pro that decision, I think. Uh, Do
0: you think Canelo should be in the uh, argument for one of the greatest boxers of all time?
2: No, he lost to Mayweather pretty fair and square, so... When you have two of the greats in their prime fight like that... Canelo
0: wasn't in his prime then.
2: He was, he was young and he was good. he was a lot younger than Mayweather. You pretty much have to be in your prime to fight Mayweather, so he was pretty close to Prime Canelo. Bro,
0: Prime Canelo's right now, he's 28!
2: Yeah, but I mean, if you're good enough to fight Mayweather, you're up there.
1: Yeah, you have to be pretty big to...
2: Because the issue is, they can't fight now. Because Mayweather's too old now. Um, And he's not going to take it. Well,
0: yeah. Mayweather obviously... Well, because I remember Canelo was trying to get the Connor fight and saying, like, I want to fight Mayweather instead of you. Instead of Connor. And then May... Well, I know Mayweather's ducked him since that fight because he saw how good Canelo's been getting.
2: Yeah, well, he saw that there's not a lot of money in that. Canelo's great, but he doesn't sell outside of Mexico and South America.
0: Well, yeah. That's because he's the redheaded Mexican. There's no
1: reason for him to fight anymore, anyways. The only fight yeah. that should have happened earlier was the I'd sub the Canelo fight for Pacquiao fight.
0: I can't yeah. believe Pacquiao still fights. That's the most ridiculous thing. He's fighting
1: soon,
2: dude. He's fighting a good fighter too, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah, isn't he fighting Jeffrey Horn?
2: No, Horn's who he lost to. That
1: was, uh. that, was that was rigged. That was yeah. 100 percent rigged. Horn was doing something in his dirty, own country too. Things. Yeah.
0: Um, Wait, what do you mean? They rigged it for Jeff Horn? Yes. Hard?
1: Yeah. It was, he was, d- doing it was pretty hard, of- dude. He got away with a lot, and like some of the points and everything were very questionable. And oh. he won.
2: Yeah, so he's fighting Adrian Broner. So. Oh, yeah, he's that's, good.
0: Yeah, he's that's good. A
2: fight. That's a
0: fun, fun fight. Okay, who's this Amir Khan guy? because supposedly all these fighters duck this fool
2: yeah he's a beast he's quick he can dance in there man really yeah because
0: i have heard nonstop things for like past five years about how mayweather is constantly dodging this fool and everyone dodges him
2: i don't know if he's dodging him more so just playing the game of you don't you're not gonna make me money
0: so hmm interesting
2: but yeah, Amir Khan's great. And so,
0: why is everyone? Why did you say the Golden Goose was Anthony Joshua?
2: Anthony Joshua was the, um, the British heavyweight champ, um, and he's he's really good. Got power. He can dance. He's really well rounded, and he's not been beaten yet. Um, so. Oh yeah, he is.
0: He's just like Wilder. He has twenty two fights, twenty one KOs.
2: Yeah, so he's he's really good, but he really does beat people more with more with skill and picks him apart and then takes the knockout when it's pretty much given so do you think he'd beat wilder i would i'd take wilder in that fight um really they were trying to make that fight and joshua's team stopped it they didn't want him to fight but fight the bronze bomber they didn't want him to fight deontay wilder yet because hmm. Deontay's fighting Tyson Fury, who's his size. They're both, I think, 6'8 and 6'9, huge, di- huge guys. Anthony is not. He's Deontay 6'6, Wilder's 250. Size. Yeah, so Deontay Wilder's got some. He's
0: an inch reach. shorter.
2: Yeah, but Deontay Wilder has reach. Like, mm-hmm. long, he has
0: long old arms?
2: Mm hmm. And the way he throws, he skips and he swings and he's got a lot of ways to give himself this deceptive sort of range. Have you ever seen him
1: fight before?
0: I've seen him a couple times.
1: He Anthony like Joshua? he moved no Deontay oh, Wilder he, uh, oh yeah he moves around pretty like chaotically yeah it looks like he yeah
0: he, he looks like not, a street he's fighting in the street
1: kind of but he can definitely box and his power obviously is like off the charts like he just yeah so win. who's buying this fight true, for me yes. tomorrow it's on Showtime isn't it if you have Showtime you can stream it oh yeah
0: all right well. Anything else, you guys, for Fight Edition Powerhouse Sports Podcast? Anything else?
1: That's it, man. All right. Rock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. Be there, be square. Yeah, definitely. WWE Fight Night Podcast.
0: Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed this one. This one definitely went longer than we were expecting, but it was fun. We got caught up in a bunch of the fighting drama. Fight Edition. Um, yeah, we're probably going to do this before big fights, uh, probably with like Trey and stuff. Cause he knows a lot about uh, all this junk and like no name and no name fighters. O'Malley. Um, so that's it for me again. I'm your co-host Tyler. We have Matt. Say bye, Matt.
2: Goodbye, everybody. And then
0: Trey, you can say bye and send us off.
2: Sayonara. Watch all the fights, not the whole card, but watch the ones mm-hmm. we talked about. Yep. Also, if you want a fight to watch on the fight night, it's Wilson Hayes versus Ben Nguyen. That's that's the fight that seems like nothing. That's the fight to watch.
0: And if you're watching this on YouTube, guys, don't be afraid to comment uh, underneath on your opinions since we did a lot of opinion pieces on a lot of drama and a lot of just random questions, kind of. Um, yeah, don't be afraid to comment. Let us know what you think. Let us know if we're wrong or if we're right. And maybe you can be a guest on the show too and argue with Trey and Matt because as you saw, they got a little heated. So um, yeah, guys, have a good one, guys. Uh, thanks for stopping by. And that was it for Powerhouse Sports Podcast Fight Edition. Adios.